Hey, Las Vegas, thanks for joining us here on Realty Check, your local Las Vegas real estate news show. I'm your host, Trish Williams. And I'm your co-host, Tiana Carroll. Yes, and Tiana, um, we, we, have, uh, we have market updates to talk about. We do. This entire show today is going to be about the market, what's going on, and letting everybody know what that looks like in real time, for, especially for Las Vegas. We'll touch some national stuff, but we're going to hone in on our local market. Yes, most definitely. Thank you for watching. If you're watching our show, like, comment, share, tell your friends about us. Tune in every Thursday. We post a new show every Thursday morning. We're keeping you updated on what's happening. Everybody's seeing crazy news headlines. There's a lot of panic. There's a lot of panic. Yesterday, um, all over every news source, it was the housing market's going down, housing market's going down, housing market's going down. So they're fueling the fans and the flames, which is nice because then I'm having people calling me going, Tiana, what's happening? Are we crashing? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Crash? It's Crash might be a, a uh, strong word. I think a deceleration might be a better term that we right. could use. Right, and and we're gonna dig into that right there, right right now too, because again, people need to be savvy about what's going on right now right. and understand that we are in a shift and not act like we're not. Yet, I think that it's a very bad thing for people to be panicked and reacting on panic right now as well too, because they can make some very. We all know you can make some very bad decisions. Listen, yesterday <laughs> I thought I lost one of my. Uh, pets and I was freaking out. I couldn't find him anywhere and I panicked and I was making bad decisions. I was running around my neighborhood like a chicken with my head cut off. So that was just me with an animal. I can only imagine how people would react with their largest investment. Right. Absolutely. So let's get into this. Okay. Well, let's talk market numbers first so yes. we can have a jumping off point, right? Because last week we were about um, just over 4,000 new homes on the market and now this week, we're at almost 5,000. We're at 4,816 <sighs> single-family homes on the market. So we're seeing an increase in inventory, right? Right. Yes. But of those, we're also seeing a decrease in price. And I think that's going to be something that we really need to discuss today because we, this week, we had um, 1,249 price reductions. Wow. Yeah. And, and just to give you guys, if you have not been following us for quite a while, to give you an idea of where we were on price reductions earlier in the year, around February or March this year, we were hovering around 200. Right. And price reductions for the week. So we're up by a thousand. Yeah. Or more? Yeah. Yeah. In a season. In, in in a week, and we are talking seven days price reductions. That is certainly a sign of uh, panic and reaction. Well, yeah, and it really speaks to. Um, what is happening and so the feds are pumping the brakes and slowing everything down with raising those interests which they need to because we need to stabilize right so that's happening and then um now i think we're at a point though where our sellers are no longer realistic in the market they want last year's selling frenzy or even the beginning of spring selling frenzy which is something that's not available at this time in the market right and this is something that as realtors, when we're sitting at the table with the seller and we're going yep. over their prices, it is a, it's a struggle right now. Right. Because they have the mindset that this is the seller's market and they're getting 50 grand over list price regardless. Yes. And that's not the case anymore. Absolutely. And I've had several occasions. Um, I just spoke with the seller a few days ago where I'm sitting there, I'm going over the comps and he says, no, 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 mm-mm. 
I want, and he, he said his price, it was almost $100,000 over the comparables. And I was like, you know, a few months ago, this would have worked. It might not have came in at that price. Right. We, but it wouldn't have stopped buyers from buying. Right. But I'm going to give you a warning right now. If we did move forward with this listing at this price, you're not getting any showings. You're not getting any offers. It's not going to happen. We are not in that market anymore. And the buyers know. The buyers do know because they're incredibly savvy on what's going on because they're the ones who have been on the short end of the stick lately, right? So they feel like they're being taken advantage of. I've had buyers when we were um, making price or making offers way over list price and paying transfer tax and CIC resales and doing everything, bending over backwards, giving 60 day leasebacks, whatever it took to get into contract at one point, they felt like they were being used, right? And now the buyers coming into the market feel like, okay, you know, it's not as bad anymore and we don't want that. And so you have two extreme mindsets that are playing in the market right now, at least locally, right? You have your buyers who know that interest rates are going up. That's affecting their buying power. They're having to, um, you know, go maybe step down a notch to the um, lower price level in order to still get that 1800 to $2,500 a month mortgage in their um, price range or whatever, right? Yeah. And then you have sellers who still think like, well, my neighbor sold and got 75 grand over list price last year, so I want 125 this year. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, we are not going up by 20,000 a month in appreciation anymore. No, no, <laughs> we're not. And we're still healthy, right? Vegas, the whole Southwest, right? You're getting Salt Lake, Phoenix, uh, Las Vegas. We are nationally doing great. We have great appreciation, what have you, but it's getting to the point now where the homes are just overvalued. Yeah, yeah. Well, you think about it, a $325,000 home, for instance, you're looking at about a twenty-four dollars to $2,500 a month payment with the rates the way that they are right now. That's, and that's not even the national medium home price range, not even in Nevada. Like nationally, it's $407,000 for just your standard three bedroom, two bath home in Vegas. I mean, in the, nationally. In Vegas, we're just a hair under that, but we used to be like an inexpensive city, a low cost housing, come see us. That's not the case anymore. We're yeah. climbing up to that national average, creeping up there. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's making buyers say like, is this really, does this really make sense for me to own a home right now with the way prices are? I mean, the answer, we know the answer. Yes. Yes. Right? The answer is yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And yes. Well, the reason why is, um, one of the other things we were talking about a little bit, um, before the show that I've seen, which I, I'm a little weary of is I'm seeing that the, investors that are buying corporate rentals, there's a couple big ones that have um, been in the market really strongly over the last couple years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't stopped buying. They haven't. And usually when an investor changes their tactics, that's a good indicator of what's happening in the market. And even though we are going through the shift, the investors are still sharks out there. They want everything greedy. Yeah, exactly. And they're buying. So they, they've changed a little bit of what they're buying because mm -hmm. they were buying anything. Anything, right? <laughs> anything. Now they're buying new, turnkey, move-in ready. They do nothing to it. It's ready to go. They can throw a renter in there. But they're still buy buying and they're still paying a good price. 
I, I'm sure they have a buy box, you know, because I get some offers from them in some locations and some locations I get nothing from them at all. Right. So, you know, whatever is in their buy box. But um, the fact that they haven't slowed down, what makes me a little bit weary about that is regular buyers, the traditional buyers, the first-time buyers, the homeowners have backed off and slowed down a little bit. Yes. And these people have not. And they're buying for the intention of corporate-owned rentals to Absolutely. have rentals. And I feel like, you know, it, it's just like any realtor. During a shift, it's your opportunity. That only the strong survive. You, It's your opportunity to gain market share. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. But if you keep at it during that time, you can gain market share. And I feel like that's what's going on with these corporate rentals. They're like, you know, we know it'll come back regardless. Well, that's exactly it. They know that it is the finances, that it is. it can be a long-term hold. There's ways to make money in real estate. And so they're very versed. Now, your first-time home buyers or somebody who's only done maybe one or two transactions, they're the ones who are hesitant, dragging their feet. Oh, is now a good time to buy? Should I buy now? Yes, you should have bought yesterday, but here we are today. Let's buy today. Today because that's the quickest way to any wealth. Um, and I met a lovely marketing young lady at a um, mixer event this week, and she's sweet, she's cute, she's young, you know. And she was talking about. She goes, "Well, you know, I'm I'm millennial, and I just want to um, rent, and then move to a different city, and then rent, and move to a different city, and then rent." And I'm like, <laughs> "You're not doing yourself anything, right?" The um, general wealth of a homeowner is almost 20 times that of a renter. Absolutely. So rent, and then when you move, rent it out. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you have to, you have to get in the market. You have to put a foothold in. Otherwise there's going to be a time where you can't get into this market. Absolutely. And then you're stuck at always being a renter. You'll come at some point in your life where you're just like, I really renter. wish I would have owned a home. You look right. back, you know, and we always look behind us and say, I wish I would have did this then. Yeah. And it's, it's changing <clears throat> a little bit too. Now, um, I did read an interesting article this week talking about, and it had a catchy uh, clickbait uh, tagline, right? Like uh, the, what did it say? The boomer trend that millennials are jumping on. And it was basically saying that the millennials now are going, oh, two years ago, we're like, we're not going to buy. But now we're going to buy. And we're moving more into suburban. We don't want to be in the city and walking distance to, you know, shops and restaurants and stuff the way we used to. We want the investment. We want the We made our whole city around that because yeah. they loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, listen, it's still very... Uh, prevalent. Um, I just had a meeting with an investor yesterday about buying up in the water district because he likes the fact that he wants to be one mile from all of the restaurants and bars and stuff. And with things like Cadence moving in and they're doing the downtown restoration and whatever, he believes he's seen that in other markets that he's purchased in, um, in Arkansas and Nebraska. And he's like, I'm seeing the exact same thing happen downtown um, Henderson, I want to buy up. And I'm like, great, let's buy up. But then we go back to corporate versus owner-occupied. Now, you know I'm strong that I think owner-occupancy is so, so important for a healthy economy in our valley. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel about it? Absolutely. I, I do not want to see a city where corporations are owning all of the housing that people need to live in because then they control everything. They they control your job. They control where, you, you know, your work, your pay and your rent. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. it's not, 
I just, no, I, I think a home ownership, I mean, it's not just because I'm a realtor. I've always thought home ownership is the most important thing for a person, for any individual, any family, anybody that's starting anything in life because you're, you're, you're owning, you just want to eventually own. Oh yeah. If I could in. go back in time, I would have taken my student loans and bought property and let that property appreciate why I went through school and, you know, done all of that because I my, wish I would have bought up all of Las Vegas when they were still selling new builds for $110,000. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is one thing that I, I don't think we're ever going to see again. Even with oh. all this activity, everything, I, I just don't think we're going to ever get back to that. And and I hear it. I hear people saying that that's going to happen. Yeah. I, I, don't, um, I don't see it. So we do have some um, headlines and articles that kind of justify that, um, you know, of, of, of where we're seeing. I know I've been quoting... Over the last few weeks, that if there is an adjustment, which obviously we're we're in the season of an adjustment, I think it's going to be somewhere around ten to twenty percent, um, and a lot of economists are saying that as well. Right. Yeah, I've been keeping my ears open to everything that the economists are saying, and they're like, "Well, nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody can say for sure, but it looks like." And I have to kind of agree with what I'm seeing going around the news that um, yes, our homes are overvalued right now. And there might be some sort of adjustment in the reality of what it's worth. Do I see it falling down? No, not in the way that people are afraid it's going to fall down. Right. So, Well, you can have high prices or high interest rates. It's very challenging to have both unless people are making high wages. Right. And they're not. But they're not. That's the thing, right? <laughs> the housing market is going up, but the co everybody's cost of living is going up, but nobody's wages are changing. Right. So, And and I've been seeing that trickle over. Of course, I don't want to get into all of the economy and inflation issues that we <laughs> have right now. it's super fun and exciting. Why not? We could take two hours on that, right? But... I've been hearing things like people that work in bars saying that there's less people coming in. You know, less people are out there spending entertainment money right now because the cost of everything else everything is so else. high. People are stretched. Every from bottled water to gas to flights to food. Food. Oh, food. I love food. <laughs> food. We need it, right? Like we need <laughs> yeah, it to survive. I, I do it every day. <laughs> and it costs a fortune right now. So it, it is. People are feeling stressed on all edge on on all ends of things. So yes, we can't have high prices and high interest rates. It's almost like I, I look at it on one side. What is the Fed trying to do to us right now? Well, they have to slow it down, and yes. the best way to slow it down is to charge more money to get money. Yeah, I, I, I get it I, absolutely. But um, I mean, I'm not an economist, right? My shoe and clothes collection will attest to that. But. <laughs> Right. Well, the, the, it's that, but it's also like what what is um, a few months ago when we we're in the height of our crazy market, everything's mm -hmm. chaotic, inventory's low. Fed releases an article that there are signs of a housing bubble brewing. Right. And, okay. Well, they're. I mean, they're. I, I feel like they're in control of this. Like whatever they want to happen is what's going to happen, and that's. I don't know. I feel like that's just not right. A fair so playing there, there are there are puppet masters at play, and yeah. we don't get to be a hundred percent in making all of our decisions and how things work. If we can't buy a house, we need to get finance. Then somebody's got to control how much that interest rate is going to be. And they're trying to curb the inflation as quickly as possible so that we don't see a big bubble or we don't crash or we don't do anything. So, okay, I get it. 
you know, it changes everything. And for us, we have to navigate those waters and we have to navigate those waters to the best of our ability to, for our clients. So we have to keep ourselves apprised on everything that's going on. How's that going to affect? Because I know that um, everybody who's buying today is kicking themselves for not buying last year or the year before. And they're like, no, it's a pandemic. We're going to wait, you know. So, yeah, it's unprecedented. Nobody's navigated these waters before, but keeping yourself educated and apprised on what's going on is going to be your best bet. Or at least find a realtor who knows what they're doing. Absolutely. Hint, hint. It's us. It's us. Absolutely. Good. Right answer. <laughs> <laughs> right answer. Um, so another thing that I think is important to mention about the statistics for this week is um, 1,419 new listings hit the market. Funny is because a few months ago, that was almost what we had for inventory. Right, the entire market, not <laughs> yeah. just the week, right? Right, this is this last seven days. But 884 of those have gone under contract. This has always been a number that I've watched regardless over, like just since I've been in real estate, is how many, how many new listings versus how many go under contract every week because it's such an indicator of market activity. Yeah. It, it, it can really... If there's, if that number, if the number going under contract is less than the numbers listed, then that definitely shows that we have more buyer advantage than right. seller advantage. When it's opposite, it's, it's letting the sellers know, you know what, if this offer that just comes in, this is your only offer, but it's not the greatest, let's wait it out. There's enough homes going into contract that we are, we're going to be okay. But with that number dropping it's a little more concerning that you know maybe maybe we need to jump on whatever offer if it if it's decent you need to you need to move forward with right it. if you're in the real estate market and our average days on sale are not even 2 weeks so if you're in the market then you have to be in the market if you're getting offers you can't keep ignoring them and saying well i just want my 100 grand more you have to play the game you're selling this is what your agreed price is are your jumping off point. Don't list your home for 500 and hope you're going to get 675. Yes. That's not reality. And there's a lot of those on the MLS, <laughs> which drive me nuts because they ruin the numbers because there's homes on there that have been um, inflated in price for 365 days. They were inflated days. in price when the market was good. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that, and that is that, that, that's certainly one of those things that like, the seller, again, the sellers, you know, when we're talking to them and they say, you know, that I, yeah, I list at this price, but, you know, hoping I'm going to get, you know, 20 offers and get this, it's, it's no, you know, it's just telling them, no, that's not going to happen. Are you serious about selling? Because that's not going to happen right now. And, and that's not being, um, it, it, it doesn't matter. You could, you could call another realtor. You could say, you know what? I don't like what you're telling me, Trish. I'm going to call another realtor. It's going to tell me what I want to hear that's not going to change the struggle that you're going to go through. Right. It's actually going to make it worse. You're, just because they're <laughs> catering to your uneducated wants doesn't mean that the, you're going to get the deal that you want. You're just wasting everybody's time and money. Well, they're, and, and, and sometimes they're providing you with misinformation. We've all seen that, those realtors that will go in and tell you, yeah, I could sell it at this price just to get the listing. And then you're hitting with price reductions or they just, they, they just, it just sits on the market. You're chasing a changing market rather than staying ahead of it. Speaking of price reductions, did we talk about the price reductions this week yet? I don't think we did. I don't think we did either. Now, last week we were just about 800 
price reductions, remember? Yeah. Okay, so this week we're at uh, 1,249 price reductions. So that's telling in itself. Well, yeah, it, no, it, it is. Why are they reducing? Because it's not selling. No one reduces their price when the house is getting activity. Right. Not selling, not showing. It's an indicator that it's just not working out. So yeah, um, sellers need to be very, um, I. It, it's very important. Again, stay ahead of the market that we're going into. Don't be chasing it behind because you chase it behind and you're reducing every time because you finally know that you're not selling at this price, but now we're going into another price. It's not, you're, you're putting yourself at more risk of losing more. If you price it right in the beginning, you're going to look attractive. You still have a chance of getting multiple offers. Probably not 30, but you still have a chance of getting a serious committed buyer to move forward with that house if it's priced right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm a big advocate for making sure that house, houses are priced right, right when they come on the market. Hell, I even love like a little bit under. Let's do a fire sale and get 10,000 people looking at our house instead of 4,000. Any market you're in, any market that you're in, buyers want a deal. Buyers yeah. want a deal. If they see something and they're like, well, it's wow. anything. It's mm -hmm. anything. It doesn't matter if it's shoes or cars or houses. If you see like, oh, I can buy this laptop, but if I go over to this company and buy the same exact laptop and then I get, you know, a mouse and a McAfee upgrade and whatever, then you're going to go over there because you're getting more value. It's the same thing with housing. I always like to come in at what is appealing and then you can drive up that price with a bidding war, especially um, a few months ago when we had so many buyers. It's right. eased up a bit. And so now it's all about educating our buyers and our sellers to where we are at this moment. Right. I, another thing I think we're going to be seeing now that the market's changing is some of these, um, I have to be careful how we word this. Um, <laughs> Ooh, you got me excited now. What are you going to say? <laughs> um, commission prices. We all know those are negotiable. Everything's negotiable. Everything's negotiable. There's a lot of uh, different pricing out there right now. In a market where a home will sell in five minutes, yeah. those those can look different, more attractive. Right. In a market where they're not, there's 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 definitely more 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 marketing, more things that you you need to do, more cost involved on on all all different edges, um, all different ends of it, and I'm seeing bonuses. Offered to buyer's agents as well. I'm seeing bonuses. I have builders who are courting me all over again six months ago. <laughs> they they didn't know again. They didn't know who I was. But now <laughs> that I'm getting emails and calls and why don't you come check this out? And oh, we have these incentives for your buyers. And yeah. Oh my gosh. I had one builder that I won't mention their name. I should. Because <laughs> You we're know. like, we're burning bridges over here. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> no, but um, I had one builder that, you know, a few years ago, um, a couple, I, I think 2019, I sold like six or seven of their homes, you mm -hmm. know, and, and they're great, great value, everything. But always brought, I, I've always brought them business just for, you know, the value that they have. Over the last year, they're like, no, you know, we're, we're, we're not paying agents. You can, you can send your buyers that you've been out shopping with or whatever, but we're not paying agents. You know, your buyers will have to pay you whatever, all these things. And it's just like, after all the, you know, I mean, do you know that this market's not forever going to stay this way? And now they're back like, hey, you're one of our top agents. We want to hey, offer you bestie. this. <laughs> like, we missed you, girl. Come <laughs> back to us. Yeah. Like, dude, what? 
Yeah. Like, no. But again, you know, again, if it's value and the buyers, um, it's right. what the buyer's looking right for. Right, if it's right for the buyer, then it's right for the buyer. And that's never been something that I've, like, stopped me from showing a buyer a home or whatever. You no, know, of course, we do have stopped. to get compensated. There's right. And I've had buyers have to pay because the builder wasn't. Yeah, and, and, and it, it is what it is. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. But uh, but yeah, it's just, it's so annoying. I just want to tell them like, no, we're done. Right, <laughs> I'll be like, I'll take a 5% commission on the next three deals to make up for the ones that you didn't pay me on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They're crazy, right? Yeah, but so, it is, it is a, another indicator of the market because um, last year I went to a builder and they had a model up, they were grading the land, they didn't even have sticks up, and the um, model was locked, and there was a sales associate inside, and she didn't even open the door. She had the little chain on the thing. She opened the door and stuck her head out. She's like, this community is sold out, and shut the door. I'm like, um, hello, you don't even have sticks in the air. What is happening? I think I went there, because that same thing happened to me as a community, yeah. too. Was it in Henderson? Uh, no, this one was in a Blue Diamond. But, wow, they're um, all trained the same. <laughs> right, same company, different location. Um, but now... This weekend, I took buyers into four new build communities. There were lots available, two communities with the builders, because sometimes they build um, the lot premium and everything right in the price, and then other times it's upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. But it depends upon the builder. Um, but every community I went into, my buyer had the option to purchase in any one of those communities they wanted to, because the market is different. And what about the builders that were doing multiple offers or bidding bidding options on their on their right, homes? Right, the auction. Yeah, well, they were every week. There's a certain builder that every week they'd send me a list. Like we have all these homes that we're releasing this week. The offer price starts at this. Right. Make your offers, and we choose the best one. Because and they like, were acting like resale sellers, right? Yeah. They're like, well, our list price is four hundred, but we really want five hundred. So, what do you got? What do you got? What are you going to offer on this? Yeah, no, those are crazy. So that's that's going to stop. And now they're saying like, hey, we'll pay your buyer's closing costs. How about interest rate buy down? Yeah. So definitely, again, buyers, there's opportunity in this season right here. I know and this is. is the time where buyers are scared and they're like, no, I'm not going to do anything right now. It's not going to happen. We, No one knows how long this is going to last. Right. What if this only lasts two or three months and then we start going back into a seller's market again and you miss the boat? Again, it could go the other way and this could last a year. It could last two years. We don't know the time frame, but there is opportunity in the situation we're in right now, and, and back to what I've, I say all the time, if you can afford the payment, you can afford the house, the terms work for you, and you're not stretching yourself to the top of your limit by any means, and this is what makes sense to you, you can get into a house where the builder pays your closing costs, and you can use, you know, even VA people, zero down, or use their still down payment assistance programs. Even right now, they're still there. They're still there. You can get into something without that all that money out of pocket. What are you waiting on? If the market does turn, I know some people will say, I don't want to buy at the top of the market. Right. But if the market does turn, what if the top of the market isn't very much at all and your terms are a lot better and no one can predict what or where we're going to be and Markets always adjust themselves. Always adjust themselves. It, yeah, it's all about the correction. Mm -hmm. 
And that's kind of what I think what we're seeing right now, that correction, because we are overvalued, especially, like I said, in the Southwest, many, many cities around us are the same thing, that they are overvalued. And so that's where we're going to see some sort of adjustment in the market, and those prices are going to come down slightly. I don't think we're going to see a 50% decrease. No, I think I think if we do, it's going to be probably ballpark around ten to twenty percent. Yeah, um, but that it, seems fair. It just general inflation, cost of living over year over year, it's going to come back. Yeah. And so those are some interesting topics. Like I'm excited, um, like next week, we're going to have a lender on because there's things happening. We touched a couple weeks ago on the adjustable mortgage rate and stuff. So um, I think that that's going to be helping buyers get into and we are, you know, it's no longer the 30 year fix. We're seeing those uh, adjustable rates. And but they'll <laughs> also talk to us about like some first time home <clears throat> buying programs or some ways to sort of um, manipulate the funds to get into properties now. Yeah, no, those are those are a thing again. Yeah. So, so yeah. next week, make sure you tune into us and uh, let get. If you have questions for our lender, make sure you put those on the website so that way we can get those questions answered for you. Yes, and we do have a um, we have a new email for listener questions. So oh. that is Vegas Realty Check name of our show um, at gmail.com. So if you have listener questions. Send them to that email. We will be checking it. We will um, be posting your questions that you have. Um, we're in the season of a rapidly changing market. We have shows come out every Thursday. So we are going to be keeping you updated on what's happening right here in Vegas. I mean, nationwide, there's, you know, things are similar, but not all the same. Vegas is, is its own, it's its own little animal in this real estate game. So it, it is, it is because we're sort of this um, booming, growing town and it's sort of exciting to watch it all. Yeah. So what we're seeing here may be different than what you're hearing on national news and what you're hearing on local news. A lot of times they're just based off statistics that were re released 30 days ago. Um, we are reporting this every week. So yeah, all the more reason to like, share and subscribe to us because we will keep you informed, Vegas. Absolutely. Thank you guys for joining us here on the show. Um, if you're looking to reach us, Tiana, how do, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, you can always reach me via my handy dandy phone that never leaves my side. Matter of fact, it's in my hand now. <laughs> uh, 702-379-9948. You can reach me email at uh, 702househunter at gmail.com as well. All right, and I'm 702-308-2878. You can always message us here on the show, any social media portals that you're watching on, and again, our email, vegasrealtycheck at gmail.com. Have a great day. See you guys next week. Have a great week, you guys.